Hey there, it's Mark. Just a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. Whether you're currently a pickleball instructor or want to get started, PCI has what you need. If you're looking for instructor certification, what's really great about PCI, it's all done online. That means no costly travel, you don't have to miss any work, no expensive stayovers. Anyway, check out PCIPickleball.com for more. I built it, I designed it, I think it's pretty great, and I think you will too. PCIPickleball.com, Pickleball Coaching International, we make good coaches even better. If you are like most people, before you start playing a game, you hit some balls with your partner or your opponents. You probably hit a bunch of dinks, maybe a few volleys and some smashes, some forehands, some backhands in the back of the court, probably some drops and some lobs as well. But how deliberate is your warm-up really? How focused are you when you're doing it? Again, if you're like most people, the answer is probably not very. You probably hit a few balls casually back and forth, maybe even have a conversation while you're doing it. I know I've certainly been doing that. You are likely hitting the quality of a ball that will hurt you in a real game. Too high, for example, when you're playing those dinks. But you're not really thinking much about it. You're just warming up. Today on Pickleball Problems, we're going to take a look at the warm-up and find a way to make it more deliberate. Find a way to make it more meaningful. Find a way to make the warm-up better. Welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison. Today, we're talking about the warm-up and how to make it meaningful. I know, warm-ups suck. It's sort of like the warm-up is often thought of as the thing you do before the real thing starts, whether you're warming up before a match or even the warm-up portion of a lesson. I'm going to try to make a convincing argument today that not only can we make the warm-up more meaningful, but that we should make it more meaningful. So first, whether you're preparing for a match or a lesson, maybe you're the coach getting your players started for a lesson, the warm-up is an opportunity to prepare both your body and your brain. Not only can you get sweating a little bit, right? After all, it is the warm-up. Start to get a little bit looser. But you can also start to build some confidence in yourself and to set the tone for what's about to come. So here are a few tips how to make your warm-up awesome. First off, make sure you hit all the shots you need. Don't just focus on your favorite shots or the ones that you hit best driving the ball from the baseline again and again and again, probably just using your forehand. Make sure that all the shots you're going to be using in the game are going to get some love. So this means, yes, hitting those drives, but it also means hitting some drops, making sure you're playing dinks and different kinds of volleys, hitting overhead smashes, putting up some lobs with some control, hitting some serves and some returns. And you should do these not just with your forehand. If you're like most people, you prefer your forehand. But don't just do these with your forehand or your preferred shot. Your backhand isn't going to magically get better because you avoid it. Or all of a sudden, now that it's game time and you haven't hit a backhand yet, what, you think it's going to be awesome? That's not really how it works. And so it would be helpful if you want to hit all the shots that you're going to need that use a systematic approach to do this. For example, let's say you start up close to the net and then you work your way back. So when you and your partner are up at the net, you could hit some dinks back and forth, sure. Maybe hit some reflex volleys as well. In fact, I'd argue hit way more reflex volleys when you're both at the kitchen line. Bam, 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 bam. Reflex volleys. Because you're going to need those in a real game. Then maybe back up a little, one of you. And hit some balls from around three-quarter court. Sometimes they call that the transition zone. Right? And this, of course, is an uncomfortable spot to hit from. You're not right at the net, volleying easily. You're not back at the baseline, letting it balance and staying far away from you. But that's kind of the point, because you're going to need these shots in a game. 
when you haven't made your way all the way up to the non-volley line, or you've had to retreat a bit from the kitchen, you're going to have to hit balls from three-quarter court. So take some out of the air. Treat them as like resets. Take them off the short hop. You might as well warm them up now because you are going to need them. Then you can move back to the baseline. Then, with your partner still at the net, you can hit those drives to them with your forehand and backhand. You can hit some drops. See if you can get that ball to force them to hit up on it, just like you would in a game. Now, after you've done that, maybe then you tell your partner or your partner goes back to the baseline. You hit a few ground strokes, baseline to baseline. Again, use your forehand, use your backhand. Treat it almost like a return of serve situation. Then you can come up to the net while your partner stays back at the baseline. They can hit their drops and their drives. And it's really important that you ask them for some lobs. I see people often don't do this. Ask your partner to hit some lobs to you so you can hit some overhead smashes. It's actually really important, both because you want to have a good smash when you get the opportunity, but also a safety thing. How many times in the day do you reach up over your head almost like you're throwing a ball? Most people, probably not many. Mostly we sort of do things around our midsection. So if you haven't hit any overhead smashes, then when that ball comes, that lob comes in a real game and you get all excited and you're going to take a big whack, well, you haven't warmed up that kind of action at all. And that's actually pretty dangerous. Okay, so make sure that you hit those lobs. Make sure you hit those overhead smashes. And then once you've hit those, get back to the baseline, then you can hit your serves, your returns, and some kind of third shot, mixing up drops and drives, for example. Is this the only way to do a technical warm-up, hitting all the balls? No, of course not, but it's a nice systematic way to do it, and especially if you do it on both your forehand and your backhand, then when game time starts, you know that you would have hit all the shots you're going to need. You, me, Turks and Caicos, December 2nd to 9th, 2023. How does that sound? Well, if you like the sound of it, I mean, I certainly do like the sound of it. If you like the sound of it too, head over to thirdshotsports.com. Check it out. I am going with the East Coast Pickleballers. The East Coast Pickleballers. What a great group based in South Carolina. We are going to Turks and Caicos. We would love to have you join us. Head over to thirdshotsports.com. Check it out. It's right at the banner, right at the top, or just check out our clinics. Come and join me. Turks and Caicos, December 2023. Today on Pickleball Problems, we're talking about how to make your warm-up meaningful. We've already talked about the importance of hitting all the shots you're going to need. Now let's talk about targets. Where exactly are you aiming your serve? How about your drop? Where do you want your volley to land? Whether you're trying to keep the ball low or hit it deep or to the sideline, it's important you give yourself a clear target each time you hit that ball while you're in the warm-up phase. After all, you're going to be aiming for a specific spot when you're playing the real game, right? You might as well start now. And that doesn't mean that you've got to pick the most difficult targets possible, right? Start easy. Give yourself bigger targets to begin with. Give yourself more margin for error. And then as you're going and you're feeling better and you're developing more confidence, then all of a sudden you can make the targets a little more specific, a little smaller, a little more high quality. But those targets early on, training yourself to hit every ball with a purpose toward a specific target, is actually going to be a really useful skill. Because then in a game, when you want to have those targets, you've already sort of trained yourself to do that. Now, finally, in the warm-up, don't miss. At least don't miss much. When you watch a lot of the pros play, when you watch them warm up, and this is something I do a fair bit, it's amazing how many times they'll hit balls without missing. That's because in addition to getting physically warm, the warm-up is a chance for you to build confidence. And if you're hitting every third or fourth or fifth ball out of bounds, you're probably not going to feel great once you get to 0-0-2. So give yourself those nice big targets that we talked about, that bigger margin for error. And then it's really important to initially hit that ball at a speed that you're going to be super consistent with. You don't have to hit your return of serve full speed. 
Your drive doesn't have to be at 100%. But as you get loose and you start to make those shots more, and the confidence starts to build, and you're starting to dial it in, then you can start to make those targets a little more precise and start hitting harder too. Now, if you're a coach who's listening to this, you should also make the warm-up section of your lesson meaningful. Don't make it what we do before the real lesson starts. Here in Canada, I'm in charge of the National Coaching Certification Program for Pickleball, and we spend a lot of time in our Instructor 2 course, our Level 2 course, developing recreational players. Working on the warm-up, making it meaningful, making sure there's a target, making sure you connect the target to a tactic. So let's say I say, hey, we want to keep the paddle within one pad or the ball within one paddle height of the net when we're playing our dinks. That's the target, right? But now is the tactic. Why? And we want to do this because it's going to make it harder for our opponents to attack. Or if I want to hit the return of serve, let's say, within five feet of the baseline. Well, why? Because if I can push my opponents back, they're less likely to do damage with their third shot. So that connection between the target we're aiming for and the reason that we're aiming for it is really important. It's going to make it more meaningful for your players. It's going to make it that they care more about what they're doing. So the warm-up now becomes something important, not just the thing we do before the real lesson starts. One more thing, coaches, if you're running a warm-up, it's not the time to teach we're not teaching things in the warm-up, right? We're praising and encouraging effort, making sure they're going for the targets or they're being systematic or they're being thoughtful about the ball they're hitting, they're putting the right kind of effort, their focus is there. That's what we want. It's not the time to teach new skills. That's, that's coming later after the warm-up and after they play. Then we'll practice something. But use the warm-up as a chance to set the tone for the day. Use the warm-up as a chance to get your players focused. It's okay to reinforce previously learned skills. So let's say last week you worked on having a good forward impact point, then that's fine. In the warm-up, you can say, hey, let's make sure we continue to have that good forward impact point because you're reinforcing something new rather than teaching something new. Okay, You're reinforcing a skill they've already learned. Can you have a great warm-up and still play poorly? Of course. But a thoughtful, focused warm-up will increase the likelihood that you'll perform well when the game gets going. And with just a little bit of care and attention detail, it's really not that tough to do. So that's what I encourage you to do. When you go out next time you play pickleball, have it in mind what you're going to do. See if you can make the warm-up meaningful. See if you can be focused. Make sure you hit all those different shots. Make sure you're giving yourself clear targets. And make sure you're not missing much so you can build that confidence. That music tells us that this is the end of Pickleball Problems. Thanks for joining me. I'd love to know, do you have a Pickleball Problem you'd like me to address? Why not tell me about it? Send me an email, mark at thirdshotsports.com. Better yet, send me a voice memo. Open the voice memo app on your phone. Ask me the question. Maybe we'll play it on the show. Quick reminder that this was brought to you by Selkirk Sports. Check out the Selkirk TV app. Such a great app. Free app that you can find on all major devices. If you want to watch pickleball matches, tournaments, you want lessons, I've got to show up there. There's a whole bunch of great stuff. Check out the Selkirk TV app and pickleballcoachinginternational.com or pcipickleball.com. If you're a pickleball instructor or want to become one, our certification program is all online. It makes it easy for you to go. Well, it's not easy to go through it, but it makes it convenient to go through at your speed at the location of your choice. PCIPickleball.com, Pickleball Coaching International. We make good coaches even better. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here on Pickleball Problems.
Hey there, it's Mark. Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Selkirk TV. Selkirk TV gives you a front row seat to live pickleball matches, past championships, on-demand skills training, including my pretty great show called Pickleball Today, as well as behind-the-scenes insights and so much more. Available in the App Store and on Google Play, Selkirk TV is the perfect app for any pickleball fan. Download the app today for free and get started watching Pickleball's very best online content. Selkirk TV. Are you a pickleball instructor or would you like to become one? This is your 15-second reminder that Pickleball Coaching International offers instructor certification 100% online. Do it when you want, where you want, at your own pace. Head over to PCIPickleball.com. Pickleball Coaching International, we make good coaches even better.